Welcome back to the coolest podcast of them all, the Time to Be Real podcast, with me, your bestie, Shalice, aka Shu, aka Shoelace, aka <laughs> Shoelace. I'm just a little excited because today's episode was featuring a very special guest, my mother. Me and my mom, we get to talk today all about how we started to be curious about our emotions and how that completely changed our lives and how we think. Now the thing is, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. My perfectionism came out and I I almost didn't want to publish this episode. I just wanted to scrap the whole thing entirely because it wasn't up to my standard. But that's so silly. There are some really great things that we talked about and I think a lot of people would really benefit to hear it. We're going to push past these self-criticism and allow a little bit of imperfection today. So please bear with me. Literally just imagine how uncomfortable it would be to (laughs) sit down on the floor with your mom with a microphone in the middle. And I don't know, we'll figure out how to make having guests on here a little more comfy. But at the moment, this is still a learning curve. And (laughs) I just know that it can only get better from here. So I really hope you enjoy what we chat about. And I hope you learn something new. Anyways, enjoy. To be curious about your emotions how would you like how would you describe that i kind of learned in therapy then i kind of learned from listening to jody moore's podcast but it's really like instead of like let's say i feel feeling sad and i have these thoughts that like it's not fair that shouldn't have happened then i start judging my thoughts you know and feeling like it's not fair but To be curious is more like you step back and you go like, it's interesting that I'm feeling sad. I use the word interesting a lot when I'm being curious about my thoughts. So it's like, it's interesting that I'm feeling sad. I wonder, I wonder why. Like when did you discover that? I don't know. You know, I think it was right after Michael passed away. Mm. So for those who don't know, my son Michael took his own life at the end of 2019 and then COVID hit, and we had a lot of, just a lot of changes going on in the and family. And Whitney left on her mission. It was a huge change. And we were dealing with this grief, and then the world shut down, so there was just a lot. And I I was in therapy, and I also, that's when I started listening to Jody Moore. And I think that's where I really found it from. Saying, hey, if you change the thought, you can change everything that comes after it. Which was really powerful. Like, how have you kind of seen that in your life? Like, using that curious side? Yeah. Is there, like, an experience or... For sure. I think, as with anything, it's easier to apply to other people than to ourselves. So, what I'm saying, like, of course, it's been very helpful in my own thoughts. Like, I can step back and be curious. But a lot of times, like, when somebody else does something... 
otherwise would make me upset or think maybe judgmental thoughts about them. Now I try, and of course I got a long ways to go because I'm human. I try to like be curious about, I wonder why they would do this. What has happened in their life that causes them to react that way? And maybe that's the other part of being curious is it takes it out of like the focus instead of being on me is on that other person. When I'm curious, then instead of like judging them and thinking terrible things about them, I'm like trying to figure out what's happened in their life that's created this reaction. Mm. And it creates a lot more space for compassion. One thing that really hit me that when I was listening to her that goes along with this, but maybe is not directly related, but that's okay. She was talking about like sometimes when our kids or other people make decisions, we feel like we've done wrong or, you know, they're going down the wrong path. We hear that a lot, you know, and then she's like, but what if nothing's gone wrong? What if this is exactly what they need at this time in their life to get, you know, to learn what they need to learn and to grow in the ways they need to grow? That was huge for Mm -hmm. me. And again, it's, it's a different, instead of judging the behavior as either good or bad, or I failed or I succeeded, maybe that's exactly what they need. And it was easy to turn that around and apply that to myself. Like maybe, you know, what's happening right now is exactly what I need. I like that thought. I feel like ever since learning about and being curious and asking like, okay, why do I feel that way? Where is that coming from? You know, just like asking the whys. I feel like ever Mm -hmm. since I started doing that, I've learned so much more about myself and other people and like why I tend to feel angry when this happens or like like you just learn a lot about yourself when you do that. I agree and I think you can get to the root cause of the feeling that way rather yes. than I think a lot of times we're we're on the surface of it but it's something much deeper that's really bothering us. So I'm in the real estate industry and we use this technique um, when we're doing like a consultation with like home buyers. You go seven layers deep. So you say, Hmm. so it's really helping them be curious about like what's important. So you have them list out what's important in a home. You know, what are they looking for? And then they figure out their top three. And then you start with the top one, like maybe it's a big backyard and you're like, so what's important? Why is having a big backyard important? And they'll say, well, because I want space for the kids to be able to run around. Why is it important for you to have space for the kids to run around? Hmm. And they'll say, well, because they need exercise or they it they'll, it makes them happy. Why is it important for them to be happy? So you go seven times, you keep asking. Oh, wow. And usually it comes down to like a feeling or a, you get to the root cause okay. that way. And I think we can do the same thing with our feelings. Like if we yeah. ask why enough, we're going to get right really down to the root cause. And there's no judgment. There's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. It's just now you know what that is. I also saw this one thing that said, like, like your feelings are real, but it doesn't mean they're true, Ooh, you know? That's good. Because, like, yeah, they're real, and, like, it's valid that you feel that way, but it doesn't mean that it's truth. Yeah. It feels better because it's not like, oh, that's true. Like, I think I'm ugly. That means I am, you know? It's not true. No. So... It's not because you see, I mean, and I know we've had lots of discussions about cognitive distortions too, which is probably a whole nother podcast, but yeah, <laughs> again, that's, that's a curiosity thing. Like if you, 
have taken the time to learn about some cognitive distortions, then part of your curiosity is like, huh, it's interesting that I'm thinking that, you know, is that a cognitive distortion or is that reality? And it's really helpful. Yeah. That isn't actually reality. Like you said, like this isn't gospel truth. This is just my thoughts or my feelings. Yeah. Like this is what I've learned over the years from my experiences people's reactions growing up like it's all these core beliefs that you just start to pick up and and then it's hard to think outside of that you know like brian and i both been married so we saw that in our marriage like brian would say something and i would immediately like feel tense and like feel stressed and then i would have to stop and go wait this doesn't warrant feeling stressed and tense. That's just a learned reaction. Yeah, like what's this really about? Yeah. Like, so then we dig down and then you step back with the curiosity and you go, that's interesting that I reacted that way. I wonder why it creates an environment where you can have open conversations that are safe. So yes. even if you disagree on something, if you approach it with curiosity, then you're not going to argue. You're just sharing ideas and learning from each other. Because you're curious, like, here's how I see it. And then they might say, well, this is this is how I was seeing it. And instead of, like, judging it, like, you're wrong, you know? Yeah. You go, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. And it sparks another idea. So it creates an openness that mm. helps ideas flow rather than shutting down communication. The, yeah, that just, like, that made me realize. I feel like it's also helped me with other people, with their struggles being like, oh, like, why do you think, why do you feel that way? Or where, where might that be coming from? Or I guess I don't ask people that directly, but it still helps when like my friends are struggling. And it's so simple. Like it's kind of amazing that it took me almost 50 years to figure that out. Okay. Maybe I learned it a few years ago. So 45, but, yeah. um, you know, it, it's very interesting that it's, it really is simple when you learn how. Yeah. It like, takes practice. It does. And we've been lucky enough to have like everyone around us learning the same things and practicing the same things. Like our family, because of the divorces and the blended family and the deaths that we've been through and just mental health struggles and all kinds of things, right? So those have given us the opportunity to learn more about how to process feelings, Mm. how to evaluate thoughts. You know, we've done a lot of reading and listening to podcasts and going to therapy. So it's created an environment where we have the opportunity to learn and to practice with each other all the things we're learning and share those things. Yeah, especially like in our family group chat. I feel like we're just constantly like telling each other new things we've learned in therapy or like sending videos and songs and so yeah, when you have that that circle of people where you can just grow together and have that like safe space, it's very helpful with healing. I think it's a good reminder to see all those healing posts and be like, it's okay. Like everybody's on this journey and it's not linear. Right. Well, and part of the healing journey is you kind of have to dredge up the feelings you've been pushing down. Yeah. Not dredge up. That sounds like such a negative but word, kind but you of, have to allow it's not comfy. yourself to feel them. You have to allow them to come to the surface so you can be curious about them, figure out why, allow yourself to like feel face them. them. Yeah. The ups and downs I think come with like when you when you're feeling those, it doesn't feel great. But you have to feel those to get to the other side of that 
Otherwise, you're just like this oh, bundle of like stress and like repressed emotion, yeah. which never is great. No. <laughs> Sometimes I think like, oh, like I'm I'm regressing, like I I'm going back, but it's like no, you can't. Like you you're not gonna be back there because you've learned like all of this. You've like learned so much that you you can't go back to where you were because you know so much more now. Like it's yeah. okay if you're struggling a bit, but that doesn't mean you're taking steps backwards. No, I think struggle, that's where we're growing. That's how we know we're growing. If we're struggling because like your muscles don't grow when you don't use them. Like yeah. you have to push it. Like you know that you've lifted weights. Like you don't grow muscle by like lifting the one pound weight over you know i lifted it five times so <laughs> i'm <good>. done <laughs> yeah you have to go you have to struggle you, to build that what muscle do they call it uh to tear it down what do they call it uh, what are they over progress over <laughs> something like that i over... sure wouldn't know <laughs> i've always said the kindest people or the wisest people are the ones who've been through the most crap like, so true. if you're like, oh, she is so sweet. I guarantee if you look somewhere in her past, you're going to see something that was really hard. Unfortunately, I wish there was another way and maybe there is. Yeah. But like, that's how we gain wisdom and compassion is through experiencing heartache and pain and struggle. And not only that, but like using that to grow. Because you've you stepped go. back and looked at it with curiosity. <laughs> there you go. And you're like, oh, it's interesting that it happened that way and I felt this way. And what can I learn from that? Yeah. 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 It, it just helps so much. And I've seen it help me a lot. So that's why I wanted mom to come on because she's the one who taught me about it. So thanks, mom. Yeah, it's fun to for be here. Chatting. Thanks for letting me. You should come back. Okay. We should do this more. Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode today. I am super excited that I at least got to have my mom on here for the first time and get to talk about something that we're both very passionate about. I hope you really enjoyed it. Tell me what you guys thought about it i believe there's like a poll on spotify or you can just message me on instagram it's just at my first and last name shalise murdoch and tell me what you thought tell me what you liked or tell me what you want us to talk about on the next episode i really hope you have just a lovely rest of your day or evening whatever you're doing and be curious about your emotions. Love you. Bye.